Cats Community and Conversations, a weekly podcast dedicated to Medicine Hat and the surrounding area, hosted by Linda Tooth and Michelle Marshall. Stay tuned for more. Hey everyone, welcome back to Cats Community and Conversations with Linda Tooth and Michelle Marshall <gasps> for podcast number three. Woo woo woo! How's it going, Linda? Fantastic. I am. Um, I'm going glamping today. Glamping? What? I don't camp. I, I this body does not camp. <laughs> I, I need a shower, a flush toilet, the internet, recliner chair, a microwave, <laughs> and a nice deck that faces the water. There you go. Sounds like camping to me. Glamping. Yeah, glamping. Yeah. Oh, and I have a hair dryer too. Oh. Let's not forget, I do wash and style my hair every day. We, well, you have to look fabulous when you're glamping. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, we have we have actually two really good topics to talk about today. First off, we're going to talk about your experience with uh, fostering. Yes. It's I'm, been quite the quite the roller coaster the last couple of days. Thank God you can't see me, people. I do have bags <laughs> under my eyes. I'm going to start tripping over them soon. Um, thank God for cream. But anyway... Um, yes, so I can now add to my uh, resume the uh, title of foster pet parent. How's that going? Oh my goodness. So I fell in love with a cat that was brought in to the SPCA um, probably just a little over a month ago. Uh, we're going to call him John Doe uh, to help protect his identity. We, we so, want to make sure he's yeah, safe. he's safe. So John Doe came into the SPCA <laughs> and... Um, uh, a victim of domestic abuse. So um, we offer a program at the SPCA called Safe Keep mm. um, in partnership with the um, women's shelter here in Medicine Hat. So for those that are fleeing uh, domestic abuse situations, they can bring their pets in and we it, we put them on what we call a courtesy hold. Mm-hmm. Um, so I fell in love with John Doe. And um, John, unfortunately, had been um, mistreated. Um, so him and I had a connection formed right away. So the, um, person that dropped him off, um, relinquished all control of John Doe, um, as she left the province to go live in another province. So, um, he was looking for, um, a home to live in. So I decided if I'm going to talk the talk, I better walk the walk. I love it. So I decided to become a foster pet parent, um, the first time ever. And I brought John Doe home on Friday. Now, you have two cats already and a dog at home. Yes. So I have two cats, um, a 15-year-old, and I think the girl is about six. I'm not sure. She was living in my backyard, so I'm not really sure. I think she had been dumped and decided to call my house her house. Gotcha. So I think she's about six. So um, And we have a coonhound dog, uh, 85 pounds of love. So brought home this cat, (laughs) kind of had him sequestered downstairs in his own little room, and uh, slowly started to integrate him into the house. Now, the dog, the dog is fine with John Doe. They've kind of sniffed each other's butts, thinking, oh, yeah, you're okay, you can stay. Um, my oldest uh, cat, um, Dublin, yeah, he's okay with John, with Johnny. Jo- you know, Johnny, we'll call him that. Sure. He's got a nickname. Yeah. He's, he's dubbed him Johnny. Yeah, Johnny. Mm-hmm. And um, Lily, my female cat. Not so much. Not so thrilled. So mm. uh, midnight, four in the morning, you know, they're hissing and spitting at each other. And I'm just like, okay. So anyway, yesterday was not a great day in my world. I had not gotten a lot of sleep. But today, I think I had four hours solid. 
That's a, that's a, that's awesome. It's quite a chunk. So I'm, I'm feeling a lot better today, and they're getting along a little bit better. So it's uh, yeah, that's good. Now Johnny Doe, yes, has decided that Dublin's throne is his new spot. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> up on the ledge in the bedroom, uh, he's kind of taken over the house. So Dublin's like, yeah, okay, you know, I can share because, you know, you're another boy cat. Why not? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the female. Meh. So she's outside suntanning a lot on her back deck. And um, yeah, so it, it's a process. It's, I, I can't imagine having children. Like I, I, these are enough, really. This, <laughs> this fills my bucket. To quote Michelle from last podcast, it fills my bucket. So um, it's, yeah, it's a foster um, situation. So I just, I just felt I needed to give him a better, better home. So, and thank you for doing that. Not only does that help the shelter, but it helps our community because now you're, it helps our cat community and our people community because you're showing that cat, Hey, we're not all assholes. Exactly. (laughs) And let me tell you the one who had Johnny Doe. Yeah. He was a bit of a dick. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Johnny's doing better. Yay. Um, yeah, he's thriving. He's eating, um, sleeping. It. He slept with us last night. And he's a bit of a snuggle monster with Dublin, correct? Uh, yes. Yeah. So they're <laughs> they're just snuggling together, and it's just been... They have a bromance. They have budding. a bromance. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a good house. Fun house. You know, good times. Good times in Redcliffe. Oh, I love that. So yeah, if you're thinking of fostering everybody, really, we are in, in desperate need of, of fosters. We need to get some of these cats, kittens, and dogs and puppies moved out of the shelter, mm-hmm. right? We just don't have the space to to accommodate mm-hmm. them all. So if you're thinking, yeah, you know what? I think this might be for me. Come on in and, and let's talk about fostering because it's... Um, they just move right in and take over your heart. It's amazing. Oh, I love it. And you know what? I I can't thank you guys enough for, for doing that. And who knows? Maybe John Doe will become a permanent Johnny Doe at uh, at the Linda Tooth House. He could very well be. I think he's on his way, actually. <laughs> Much to the chagrin of others living in the house. But whatever. It's a big house. They'll be fine. I think that's so exciting. And it's so wonderful to share a, a great fostering success story. Yes. You thank know, you. As long, you know... It, it's a little bit of a challenge, if you will, for the first start of it mm-hmm. to get the introduction, especially when you have pets and things like that. But really, they just melt your heart. They just they become do. part of your family. Well, they do. And I told Dublin and Lily, listen, this is the way it is. He's coming from an abusive situation. My cat Dublin is actually from the SPCA. I got mm. him 15 years ago. So he knows. He knows. And Lily, well, we don't know where she came from. She, so I just said, listen, you need to just cool your jets. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Doe is, is moving in. Sometimes you got to have that conversation with them, right? Hard love. Just hard love. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And we have another really good topic to talk about. Speaking of adoption and fostering and things like that, uh, let's talk about spade neutering. Oh, please. So, so oh. vital. Oh. Vital in managing our pet population. And it's not rocket science, people. You know, these, these kittens that have been dropped off, whatever it is. You know, if you had your cat spayed or neutered that would certainly help help us help them Mm -hmm. please just spay and neuter your pets it's not it's not difficult and if you are you know maybe um at the lower end of of income Mm -hmm. on that sort of spectrum you know um come in and talk to us we do offer a a program to help those that um, are in a low income situation 
come in and talk to us and we can certainly help you get your um, cat or dog spayed or neutered. It's, it's so, it's so simple. And I think I'm so glad you mentioned that because I think the cost is probably a deterrent for a lot of people uh, that think, oh, I don't have X number of dollars at this moment. But the fact that we actually have a program where if you can't quite afford it, we can help you with that. Or we can connect you with somebody who can perform the spade or neutering at a reduced cost, whatever it is. Yeah. So, And, you know, it's interesting because you, you people will say, well, I can't afford it. It's too expensive. Okay, but then that cat or dog comes home and they're pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of a sudden you've got a litter of six or eight cats or puppies that you need to care for. And you're buying food for them or litter for the cats. And all of a sudden that's adding up. So really telling me that you can't afford it, uh, I perhaps might call BS on that. Mm, okay. Because the overall cost of providing pet care for that in uh, for that cat or dog that then has the litter is going to far exceed what it would cost to have your cat or dog spayed or neutered so please help us help them please spay and neuter your animals very very important message and you're absolutely right you know it goes back to what we were talking uh the podcast before about you know looking at costs and doing a little bit of research before you decide to adopt or be, before you decide to bring a pet animal or a pet into your life mm-hmm. because there is a cost associated with it just for like sure. a child there is yeah for sure so just food for thought something to keep in mind that hey there is cost but there's also programs out there if you do need assistance for so, sure yeah uh Anything else on spade and neutering you'd like to talk about? Well, we are working. If I can just put maybe yeah. put a little plug in here. If Do I have time? You've got time. Oh, great. <laughs> we are working um, with the SPCA. We are working to get a trap, neuter, release, or return program here ah. in Medicine Hat. So we are working with the city um, to have a bylaw amended here in Medicine Hat that will allow us to trap, neuter, and release the animal once that um, operation is performed. Because right now in the city of Medicine Hat, um, there's an existing bylaw in place where you can trap, neuter, but you cannot release them. Oh, So as a homeowner, I'll use Michelle because Michelle lives in Medicine Hat. So say Michelle discovers that um, there's a cat or a dog on her property. She can trap it. You can neuter or spay it. Well, I won't. I'll, well, take, you it. Won't, I'll take it somewhere to get Thank God. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, but she would have to then keep that animal, adopt right. it. She could not then release it back out into the public. That's it. I think that's a great amendment to the bylaw and a much needed amendment. Yes. So, you know, that's fantastic. I'm glad you were able to connect with uh, some of the counselors to mm-hmm. talk about that. Yeah. And, and it is, sorry, I was just going to say, yeah. I just got a message um, yesterday that um, they are uh, working to amend that bylaw. So I'm hoping that that will happen. Maybe we'll have to go in and do a presentation, you know, to a committee or city council. But I understand, um, because I don't live in Medicine Hat, I live just out in Redcliffe, but I understand in Medicine Hat there are pockets of um, areas within the city that um, uh, stray cats or feral cats may be um, habitating in. And so we certainly want to um, help that. You know, in all honesty, Michelle, I don't know that we'll ever totally get rid of the problem. We won't, but we need to slow it down. Absolutely. And you're right. It's not about eliminating the problem. It's about reducing. Yes. And uh, you're absolutely right about pockets down in the flats. There is definitely strays. I think my husband woke up to three cats on our lawn the other morning. 
Beautiful. Just hanging out. And how did Ryan handle that? Did he, like, welcome them in? You uh, want some kibble? You well, want some what, food? Well, he was like, what are you doing? You're bugging my cat, so beat it. And that's a problem. You know, it's not only in the flats, but I understand yeah. it's also in Riverside. I understand that there's a problem um, out in the light industrial area, mm. um, out by where the SPCA is. So we are very much aware mm-hmm. of that. And what we as the SPCA want to do is we want to amend the bylaw Uh, We want to bring the animal task force people in from Calgary who will come down um, and they will um, spay and neuter these animals. And, you know, if we can adopt them, Mm -hmm. we will certainly take them in and place them up for adoption. But you have to understand that not every cat that comes in um, is is ready for that. You know, there are those feral cats Mm -hmm. uh, that need to be released back out into um, the wild, you know, I'm not, you know, the public, the wild, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And, you know, those were the ones that'll help with the mice problem. Um, so, we, yeah, we will try and adopt them if we can. Um, and if they cannot be adopted, then they will be released back out um, to help with that um, with that rodent um, situation. But in the end, you know, we just we really need to do something. And we're very passionate about this. This is something that is really close to my heart. And, mm-hmm. and I've done research on it. And the, the TNR um, trap, neuter, release, or return uh, program really needs to come to Medicine Hat. We really help need to help these communities because a lot of people like yourselves down in the flats are waking up to these cats um, that are in your yard, um, and it can become quite a bit of a nuisance. And, and it can. You know, not that, like, believe me, I'd feed them and help them out in any way I could. Yes. Uh, my concern is with my cat because I would hate for my cat to get hurt or injured uh, if they had a bad interaction with, with one of the feral cats or one of the, the loose cats. Right. So, you know, it's just, I'm trying, it's almost like we're trying to balance the ecosystem a little bit. Oh I don't know where that came God. from, but wow, it, it's really, yeah, that's are. kind of what we're trying to do. It's yeah. not, we're trying to remove the entire, uh, um, species, uh, species no. or the entire, uh, feral cat population because it does have its place. But in order to control the amount of them, we need to do the the trap and release. Right, we do. And, you know, especially if you're a bird lover. Yes. You know, a lot of the people who are, um, I'm trying to, twitchers? What do they call bird people? That I do not Oh, they do. You know, and I watch a lot of these crime drama shows in the UK, and they have these bird, they they go out and they, like, watch birds all, I don't know, whatever. But, you know, cats, you know will eat the birds and then all of a sudden the bird people are pissed off and you know so in order to make everybody happy and to have that balanced ecosystem that was really a good good use of words thanks linda wow um (laughs) we need to help them so in order to do that we need to do this trap neuter release and um yeah let's let's get this solution going here so that we can make everybody and every animal happy absolutely and i think once we know more from council mm-hmm. once the bylaw has been changed or if there's been updates to it we'll do another podcast and and talk about it and maybe talk about the amendments that have been made to the bylaw so you guys are informed as well we could be on national geographic oh geez oh geez louise could you imagine oh my god so we're starting <laughs> off small here with just our cats community and conversation but people i can see this going to national geographic <laughs> stay tuned folks you never know where this one's going <laughs> We're having a great time, buddy. And, you know, we do laugh and joke a lot, yes. but this is a serious issue. It really is. And we need to we need to help these um, these cats. Can I just say what's on my T-shirt today? Can I? Please do. Can I get a little plug-in for the swag I bought? Please do. I run on caffeine, cats, and cuss words. 
I need that shirt in my life. But I'm going to do a little plug for Miss Linda. She has a website now yes. called lifewithlinda.ca. <laughs> we couldn't have timed that any better. No. And you have some killer merch on there that is so fun. We talked about it on our very first podcast. Podcast. It was called uh, Devoted Feline Enthusiast instead of Crazy, Crazy Cat, Cat Lady. Lady. That merch can now be found on Linda's website. I love it. I'm going to go on there today and I'm buying it. I've already ordered. I'm waiting. Fabulous. <laughs> so uh, be sure to go check her out. There might be something fun on there for you too. Thank you, everybody. We do appreciate you tuning in and, um, you know, giving us a, an opportunity to air some concerns. Yeah. And if there's anything that you would like us to talk about, uh, you know, we're we're open to that. You can certainly get a hold of me um, at toothlinda at gmail.com. And Michelle, did you need a little help with yours today? I might. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, you can reach me, Michelle, at socialgeekmarketing at gmail.com. I did it! Woohoo! Yay! <laughs> right on. Thanks, everybody. We, we appreciate the support. Absolutely. Do we have any support yet? I'll have to look. Okay, well, I'm pretty sure we will <laughs> after this gets out there. So thank you for your support. Thank you so much. Have a great day, everybody. Bye. <laughs>